You know, Lee, most of these movies that win a lot of Oscars, I can't stand them. They're all safe geriatric coffee table dog shit, you know? We park our cars in the same garage. Sorry. All those assholes make are unwatchable movies from unreadable books. Mad Max, that's a movie. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, that's a movie. Rio Bravo, that's a movie. And Coming Home in a Body Bag, that was a fucking movie. It was the only movie up to that time to win a lot of Oscars with balls since, since Deer Hunter. There we are. True romance. Yeah. I uh, I love that movie. That movie should have won the Oscar for best movie ever. Right. They I'm gonna that? I'm gonna start saying they stopped giving they that away. Yeah. Back in the 20s. I'm gonna start saying we park our cars in the same garage. Oh. That, yeah. I love that line. We all put That's our a cars line. on one hey. leg at a time. We, we yeah. <laughs> Neither of us have a garage. That's what it's gonna be <laughs> for me. Hey, yeah, you yeah. and I, we don't have a garage. My car get, gets rained on. <laughs> Lucky we got cars. Yeah. I mean, right. Are we uh Are we live? Are we doing? I, th- this? I think. I mean, are yes, we, I hit listen. I hit the button. You guys out there? You listening to us? Call Thanks in. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll wait. Yeah, call in. <laughs> lines are uh, lines are lines are down. Lines no, are um, down. Welcome, uh, welcome to our Oscar special. Um, uh, two thousand twenty, twenty twenty. Did you? Yeah, ninety second Oscars. Did you? We're gonna hit the uh, century mark pretty soon, man. Uh, yeah, in our lifetime. In our lifetime. I hopefully. hope so. Ooh, um, on wood. What was I gonna say? Oh, this is our one year anniversary. Of this podcast today? Well, no. I mean, oh, well, no, I guess I could exactly. look. <laughs> no, that yeah, wouldn't no. be the hardest thing uh, in the world to do. I actually realized that in uh, looking back at the write-ups I've sent you, you know, for the episodes, um, right? In the first one. Well, um, I got a an alert from Twitter yesterday saying it was our one year anniversary of that account. Wait, wait. Oh, so Twitter. it's February seventeenth. So we got eight more days. Okay, almost. So that was birthday. a little premature. <laughs> Sorry about that. You know, have the same problem in bed. <laughs> well, rarely. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Nothing to lose, guys. You guys yeah. know that one. Yeah. It's a hidden so gem. We good. recommended it to you months ago. You haven't Almost watched a year it yet? Ago. Yeah. What, what is what that? You, what What's are you that? doing with your life? Why are you even here? We're off to a uh, smoking start, as <laughs> always. Terrible. We're, uh, <laughs> we're crushing this thing. Uh, this podcast. Okay, so Killing it, the game. It's Oscar Sunday. It's a little rainy, but I think, they, but that's okay. think they stopped the rain for the Oscars. Yeah, I hope um, so. Yeah, they, they finished. Turn off, off those machines. Right. And. Um, we're here at your place. You're hosting a bunch of buddies. Oh, yeah. A bunch of friends, uh, which is great. I love doing it, but uh, I'm still homeless. So, <laughs> baby steps. Uh, and by the way, I thought uh, about hosting it nothing, in a park, guys. but I was like, you know what? <laughs> There's not enough. Like, I asked TVs. our listeners to call in with recommendations for places you could live, and we didn't get one call. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying they, they call you themselves listeners. <laughs> but when I you really need you. help, who's there for you? Yeah, no, all um, of you guys are. Uh, but uh, this is exciting, man. This is uh, this is the first year. I think I said this maybe last pod, but um, this is the first year I've really been invested in the Oscars in probably three to five years, just in terms of like, of, there's a movie I really love that I would yep. like to see win, but there are other ones that I like, you know what I mean, right. that I'm curious about too. There's just been a lot of years where I'm kind of like, okay, I'm going to tune in, but I don't, I don't really have a horse in the, uh, in the race. Um, and this I've year never I like had I a horse. Well, War Horse was a contender. But that, that was, was a horse five or six years ago. It was a horse. Anyway. Um, let's, uh, I guess, like, let's start. Kind, kind, <laughs> <laughs> let's stop the recording. <laughs> delete the file. Just, just in this. case. 
Um, I'm I get the nominees up on screen. Yeah, here. there they are. Do we want? I, we don't want to go through all these, but um, no, I, but just yeah, I feel like we should. We, me, and you should give our prediction for a couple. I agree. Right, I agree with that. Um, let's talk about actor and actress. Oh, okay. Um, right, start there. Yeah. yeah. What do you think for actor? I know uh, you haven't. So we seen got Antonio Banderas, Leonardo almost. DiCaprio, Adam Driver, Jonathan Price, and Joaquin Phoenix. I have not seen Pain and Glory or mm-hmm. The Two Popes yet. Um, so I've seen three of these. I think Joaquin's going to win. Right. Um, I think that's fine. Um, I wouldn't be upset if Adam Driver won. But people have been telling me Jonathan Price is really good. I think you were Ugh. one of them. Another one of my buddies said he was amazing. great. Amazing. Um, and my mom actually said that Antonio Banderas was uh, yeah. pretty fantastic. Yep. So that um, that movie is is it barely even comes across as a movie. It's like a guy. It's just oh, a guy. Wow. Okay. That well, happens none of, to be filmed. It's so good. None of these would disappoint me. I think they're all really good. Yeah. And um, I'm not leaning real hard one way. I just think it's going to be the Joker. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think you're right. Uh, I don't know why we're really doing predictions because it doesn't, you know. Because oh, it's, it's fun. I guess. Um, <laughs> what about actress? Uh, this one's kind of funny to me, man, because um, I think – so we got uh, – Cynthia, is it Arivo? Arivo. Yeah. For Harriet, we got Scarlett Johansson, we got uh, Shersha Ronan, we got uh, Charlize Theron, and Renee Zellweger. I feel like Renee's going to win. That's been all the early stuff. But I actually think Scarlett Johansson was much better as supporting actress in Jojo Rabbit. And right. that, that shouldn't affect me on Marriage Story. But right. I also thought Adam Driver was so much better than her. Not that she wasn't good, yep. but Adam yep. Driver was so good. That kind of cancels her out. I haven't seen Little Women yet, um, so I can't really comment on that one. thought Charlize Theron was incredible. Yeah. And bombshell. Yeah. Um, the, the, so was Cynthia. I, uh, you know what? They were all good, but I think Renee's going to It's win. almost like these are all the best people in their field. Right. It's something like that. Um, let's, uh, let's. You think Renee's the. the yeah. Of the I, show? I, I mean, got, yeah. For what it's worth. Clear I would, front runners are if, walking. If I'm or, guessing on what's going to win uh, both of your predictions. What, what do you sure think should true. win? You think Jonathan Price um, or actor? I, and, it's more like what would I like? I just think Joker is so overrated. Um, Jonathan Price would be my choice, okay. but Renee is my choice for actress. So um, you saw Judy, though. I love Judy. See, my mom yeah. loved Judy, and yeah. she hopes she wins. So yesterday were the Independent Spirit Awards. Uh, did you catch any of it? I did or, uh, or check out who won? I was watching um, the Duke Carolina game, baby. <laughs> so I went to Alamo to see uh, Color Out of Space, which maybe we'll talk about later. Oh, but oh. Um, let's, let's do talk about that. Uh, but it... Uh, uh, well, I guess the real question is, should we talk about non-Oscar things now? Nah. No. No, we'll do it later. Let, yeah. Okay, got it, got it. This is all um, Oscar. No, stuff. all I want to say about the Independent Spirit Awards is I went to Alamo to see that movie, but I can't. I went there a couple hours early to uh, work on my notes for this podcast, and they were showing Independent Spirit Awards up on their big screen with the PA and everything, and I was like, oh, shit, this is what I should have done. I should have come here at 2 o'clock when it started. Right. Um, right. And I fucked up, but next year, that's a great place. But anyway, so I caught the end of it, and Judy, uh, Renee did win for Judy, um, but Farewell won for Best Picture. Ah. And that's in the same vein as what they did last year, which is they gave it to the great movie that wasn't even nominated in that category at the Oscars. So farewell is not even nominated for like anything. It's one of the big snubs of the year and they gave best picture to farewell, right? Which was a big deal. I think they did that last year with, um, the one I loved, which was if Beale street could talk. Um, and, uh, the one I loved sounds like a movie though. Who the fuck (laughs) won for best actor? Um, I'm blanking here. Let's click on the link. Somebody with a lot of spirit for sure. 
um oh adam sandler so this is this is what was fun yeah so uncut gems won for best director the safety brothers and then it also won for editing so that was really great and satisfying for all of us that loved it so much right um right i don't know the independent spirit awards are 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 legit they yeah it always feels right don't don't you um feel like maybe maybe i'm alone on this you can tell me but what's starting to bother me and i know this is just internet culture we talked about this a little bit last night when we were hanging out but um it kind of bugs me how much now even if something's really good even if something's worthy of winning um it's like anything that will win Mm -hmm. unless it is an absolute citizen kane godfather masterpiece in everyone's minds um, it just immediately becomes overrated to people. Right. And it's not that it's not good, but it gets so much backlash. Like 1917 early on, people are like, oh yeah, that's going to win. It's and better I, to not win. Right. Yeah. Exactly. The, that, that's my point. So that's my point. Like product, um, Last yeah. Black Man in San Francisco. Ugh, now people it. are starting to talk about so much. I'm not saying it's not good. Yeah, yeah. But like the best situation for you is almost to be snubbed, not even nominated when you are the other of the six, you know, if right. there's nine films that are nominated, you're the 10th one that should have been in there. Right. Doesn't, you don't even have to be the best one. I feel like farewell has gotten that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's where people get behind you. And then it almost becomes the opposite thing where not that those movies aren't really good, but they become these perfect films because people are trying to hype them so much and they feel like they were so unjustly not rewarded. Right. And I don't know. It, it's fine, but it does kind of bug me now that it's like, I mean, this has been the case with Forrest Gump for 25 <laughs> years, right? Like, yeah. how dare you win in the year with Pulp Fiction and right, Shawshank Redemption? Right. Not that you weren't a good film and worthy of winning. You're better than tons of Oscar winners for Best Picture. You know as what I mean? A, like as a, a, uh, as a, uh, 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 there you go. As a, <laughs> as a preview, there we go, of uh, our, uh, rotten tomatoes game segment later uh <laughs> yeah, what do you think wait. the rotten tomatoes score from critics for forrest gump is oh jesus i see i thought forrest gump was universally loved by critics and audiences oh you did did you but now i don't um, well what's the number i'm gonna say since i don't now think that i'm gonna say well, critics award maybe i'm misleading you maybe i'm taking nah, you down that smart that's true um i'm gonna say critics award critics rating 65 70 oh, okay good it was a really good guess I, I was gonna guess audiences in the 90s yeah so 95 <laughs> you were right yeah there you go 70 and 95 it's almost like you've seen so, a lot of movies okay so my point right there right like that for both sides even though yeah the critics award isn't like in the 90s or anything would indicate to me that yeah pretty well liked all around right you know i mean Pulp fiction i'm gonna say uh critics would be like 98 92 <laughs> and audience and what about shawshank in the 90s also uh shawshank i think audience is going to be like 100 <laughs> and, <laughs> and yep, there you go 98 and then 90 for okay. critics and 98 so 90 from from, i would have actually Great guessed guesses. a little higher with critics actually i probably would have said like 95 okay but that, yeah. that's the and the only reason i say that that's the imdb number one rated movie of all time right and right that's right the biggest widest spanning democratic vote and anybody ever, that doesn't so. see a lot of movies they're like oh my favorite movie is shawshank redemption <laughs> You know what is interesting? I mean, you're not wrong. But we're always also, we're always trying to judge movies and rate movies and everything else. Anybody loves movies is doing yeah. that. You and I are always doing that. And the interesting thing is, even with something like IMDb, where you sit there and you think, "Oh, great!" So it has to have a certain number of votes. It's going to be worldwide. You know, it's the most democratic system. That is maybe the best indicator of what the most loved movies are. Sure. But even then, where every the scales get totally tipped, 
the stuff that's less watched, right? That's only watched by real cinephiles yeah. is always going to have a higher rating because you don't have that mass audience that won't like it, right? Like Parasite is going to be rated higher among like cinephiles, cinemaniacs and stuff. And if you show that to everyone, if you show that to anyone in my family, they'd all be like, what the fuck is this? Right. And they'd all give it zeros and it would pull it down. So there's always that thing where it's never an even scale completely no. because it's not being judged by the same group of people and nor should it. I mean, this is all subjective. So 100 P. Anyway, why are we even talking about it? If I don't know. The case. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, yeah, there you go. I uh, I feel great. like I'm crushing this t- ratings, Rotten Tomatoes. You're from, really good. I, I think I hit Star Wars. Wh- now that's on the why head. I enjoy it. <laughs> Feeling great because there's Jeopardy no this or there's no tension. I just you're <laughs> yeah. just gonna get just it right. Get along. This is wonderful. <laughs> Honestly, I look at all these scores before we even do this. Yeah, I know you do. I, know. <laughs> I wonder what he'll ask me this week. <laughs> Which um, movie <laughs> of all these movies? Of all these movies, we're gonna run out of movies. Uh, all right. Well, I think we should uh, take a break. Uh, you go have seventeen or eighteen beers and watch yeah, the Oscars yeah. and come back. And well, hang on. Before we do that, oh, real quick. So we both assume. Oh, best picture. We didn't guess the best picture. Win, yeah, yeah. But what do you think are the other movies that have a shot and what would you want? To oh, see for best picture. Um, my, uh, my pick for a lot of reasons is once upon a time in Hollywood. Me too. Um, love it. I think I'd put that first and maybe parasite second. And then, uh, and then I'd probably have 1917 is real middle of the road for me. Right. Um, we talked about that. As is Ford versus Ferrari, as is Irishman, uh, as is Joker, and then I think Marriage Story is one notch up from you know, uh, just you know, into the greatness. Right. Uh, and Jojo Rabbit is, and Little Women and you, is. You liked Little Women a lot, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those three: Jojo, Little Women, and Marriage Story. I would say are a little bit higher than just great, but fantastic. See, and then Parasite and Once Upon a Time. I'd put you know way 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 high right right well Anyways. those are i think uh once upon a time and parasite are probably the the two dark horses i think mm-hmm. 1917 mm-hmm. definitely is gonna win but uh little women's another one of those ones to me that i'm i feel like is getting unfair backlash now that's the only one of the really? best picture nominees that i haven't seen i don't know but it weirdly now people are like wait yeah it was really like at first everyone was like oh it's really good check it out and then it got nominated and everybody was like is it that good you know what i mean like it was almost an immediate Anyway, that's what I've been I mean, seeing online. Uh, but I don't want to digress too yeah, much. I'm just saying yeah. that's another one of those ones that kind of annoys me. Like, I, I can't really comment yet, but yeah. it's good or it's not. Like, don't worry so much about if right. people are praising it. I just think go with that, your gut. Yeah, exactly. I think 1917 is going to win. I would love to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood win. Right. Um, but well, 1917 actually, is my second favorite. So. so Once Upon a Time, being a Sony movie... Oh yeah. Um, yeah. What was the last? I don't even remember any of my knowledge. The, the last winner. The last so Columbia Pictures. Yeah. And we both worked there. Has had twelve Best Picture winners. Nineteen. But the last winner came. In, it was seventy nine. No, 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 no. You're right. Eighty nine. It was well, Last Emperor. Oh, I couldn't remember what it was. was. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the Last Emperor was their last Best Picture winner. Of course, they were nominated for Social Network. We all thought they. So should So they're won. up to twelve. But they've been at 12 since 89. Right. And they had the most for any studio at that point. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they do anymore. Oh, really? We should look so. that up. Um, but that's Yeah, we'll look it up before we come back. How amazing would that be? Uh, yeah, that would be cool. That would Sony be really movie? cool. I would go back and work at the tour department again. No, you just wouldn't. so I could tell everyone. <laughs> You're right. You're right. That was acting, yep, guys. It wasn't. Uh, front row seats for everyone listening. All right. So we're going uh, to be back uh, yep. after the Academy Awards uh, with our thoughts. And it'll blow your minds. All right. Well, we're back after the Oscars. 
I think we're here, ready to go. Big upset. Um, Big upset tonight. I'm not upset. It was a it was a very Oscar thing to do. Yeah, actually, I think. Here we go. To and the Oscar goes to Parasite. There you go. That's it. Who do you think is uh, really screaming? Who do you think's really throwing their voices in each year, not just this year? <laughs> when a movie, like when you know one of these um, movies, it's is not any in. of the people on the first level, right? That's what I mean. <laughs> so who gets sat up in the high levels? Is that like if it, you have like a couple more family members, or I, I think it's yeah, more distant family, and I think Seat it's fillers, industry people. Uh, I think it's <laughs> I think it's definitely uh, one one level away from. Uh, from uh, dare I say industry professionals yeah. I think it's yeah I think it's family and then I think it's like people loosely connected to you know the PR people and I think well, God it's bless the distance. balcony you know what I was thinking man I was like oh wow big shocker and then I thought this is actually whether 1917 won or Parasite won yeah. it was, both of the things were the most Oscar thing to do <laughs> like the Oscars never really <laughs> surprise or do something is that really right? fair though because yeah no like... no but, but but that's kind of my point right so like oh here's the traditional pick they always go with but then here's the foreign film that it's unprecedented and it's never been done before we'll right do that like, yeah we're gonna like, do that yeah that's what I mean by it it's not so much like oh yeah this one's gonna like well, once upon a time in Hollywood I the, really yeah, don't that, think what that would have been the 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 good thing to do because that would have been like a hip choice right like right. they won't they won't do a hip right. choice but in a year where there's no like females you know what I mean they're like okay so we haven't actually nominated a bunch of them. But here's what we'll do. You know what I mean? Like it almost always feels that way, where it's like, but look how progressive we are. Yeah, like that, that's always how it feels with me. Well, that said, the for parasite. the uh, the uh, cynic in me uh, agrees with everything that you're saying, but I uh, lean into that. Kid. I just uh, yes, yes, go let, let it flow. Go. Um, I really think uh, that it's a great, great thing because I just think 1917 is so middle of the road. Oh. Literally, the whole oh. movie is just the middle of the road. Well, you're wrong, but <laughs> um, I, it's cool that Parasite won. Uh, I'd have been cool with uh, 1917. I would have been real cool with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is my favorite. Yeah, that would have been great. Far. Um, and Parasite's fine too. Well, my any, any others that was won, I would have cut jams. So that didn't. Ah, uh, yeah, that didn't work out so much. It's tough when you're not even nominated. Yeah. Well, um, you and me both, buddy. We were both well, overlooked this so, year. So yeah, right. I didn't even get nominated <laughs> for anything. Uh, I think uh, we should talk about some other non-Oscary stuff because we're gonna go down a rascal, a rat, a Let's get on that rabbit hole. Go down that Oscar rabbit hole. Um, do you want to talk about what we saw uh, in the last couple weeks? Yeah, why don't What's, you start? Okay, so uh, we both started our last couple weeks with uh, seeing Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, I saw that with you. Um, yeah, we saw that together. We that actually was saw really that fun the morning before we did our last podcast. Did we not? Uh, no. Oh, I thought we saw Morning it. And of? Then we, and then we, uh, oh, did we not talk about it? I think we did. Oh, maybe I put it in the wrong place. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Hey, Patrick. Hey, have you guys seen uh, Batman Mask of the Fan? It's a great movie. Call, call in. Pick call it up from last time. Yeah, hey, Patrick, good. let's talk about what movies we saw since last time. Um, I saw the rhythm Best section. Editing goes to. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen rhythm section yet. I want to see it. Uh, um, so what's a bummer to me is, have you looked at the Rotten Tomatoes score? No, um, I was guessing from the beginning of that preview and when they were releasing that movie, that Rotten Tomato score would be really bad. Um, so, but. whoa, uh, it is 
28. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that kind of tracks. <clears throat> I think, score 43, I think it's huh? really well made. How's Jude Law? Because he seems cool. Well, let's really. pause for a second. Do you know who produced this? No. Eon Productions. Barbara Broccoli and Michael what? G. Wilson produced this movie. They were auditioning a female Bond, and <laughs> well, it didn't work out so good. Well, I mean... Yeah, it wouldn't have been. I, I, that's <laughs> that can't be true. But that's that's Make an interesting point. Yeah, yeah. They uh, their uh, kind of DNA of modern Bond um, is all over this movie, and it's 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 and it's the anti Bond. This movie because it's about a girl who's not really a spy, right? But she's thrust into it for various reasons. Yeah. And it's got a really good cast. It's really well shot. Uh, the director is actually a cinematographer primarily. She hasn't oh. directed much. She's directed a little Gee, bit, but nice. Um, but she hasn't directed much. And uh, it's really it's it's dark and it's relatively slow. Yeah. Um, so it's not a big action thriller, but it's extremely grounded. It's like okay. extremely gr- way more than I thought it would be. They don't go up into space like <laughs> right. then. And I just, I thought it was great. And, you know, looking at these numbers, I'm just like, what the fuck? I like everybody in it. I liked the trailer. I expected yeah, the trailer was would, excellent. I expected, kind of expected it not to be good. Just right, based on right, right. You know, releasing it and stuff like that. And, and it's not a perfect movie. There's definitely weakness in it. But, but I it, appreciate, not if nothing else, a lot. all the pictures Ryan Reynolds posted of, like, lively looking like <laughs> sure. a homeless person from this yep. movie. She looked so if nothing else, real beat for a lot of this. Media, uh, but so. she just does a great job. Well, I think cool, she's man. really great. Have you ever seen um, the film uh, Nikita, no. the, the movie? No, like the actual I, I original. Never did. Okay, just um, that's just in the same vein. When I, when I think about any sort uh, yeah. of not trained spy that ended up becoming a spy who was a female, I would right. think of that movie because it's like my first example of that. That's fair, but you should check it out. Um, yeah, I saw that. I saw Honeyland, which was up for best documentary, and you hated it. Thankfully, didn't win. It's um, you know, I just want to put my two cents in here because I'd love for people to uh, see it um, and let me know what's wrong with me. But I. I go to uh, uh, tell me your th- feeling on this. I go to documentaries to either be informed about right. something I don't right. know anything about, or if it's something I already know a decent amount about, there's an art to creating a story um, that is engaging, uh, even if it's very just matter of fact and yeah. you're just telling a story about a thing, um, and, you know, through imagery and through you know, natural stuff. Um, I, it, it to me is in that later category of something that there's, there's, there's absolutely not for me. There's nothing to learn about this movie. It's a movie about people and in, 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 in really, in a really, uh, tough situation and, yeah. and the, the commerce of the beekeeping in their small village and trying to, uh, take care of these bees, keep bees properly um, and uh, and healthily. Right. Um, and I really thought that bees being kind of a hot topic in our world right oh, yeah. now and yeah, the loss sure. of bees, I thought I'd really be engaged with a story about beekeeping. Um, but it's kind of not totally about that. It's There's a lot of lessons in it, but they're lessons that I don't <laughs> – I, I I literally, if I just watched my neighbors, I'd probably you, you know see do that, Kelly. That's... <laughs> <laughs> it's so uncomfortably lacking in in like it's 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 a story well told 
a story that I don't need or want to well, see. Let me okay. At so all. I, I haven't seen it, but let, let me put my two cents in because I read a little bit about it. Yeah, then it's somewhat about the the conflict between people in terms of you know they've both got what they need to do, or at least one set of them has this thing they're trying to do, and the these other people become in some way an obstacle to it. I'm not saying at all that there is not a. Um, the, this is not essentially a parable of right. uh, about about people and not, and the conflicts between people. I'm just asking, is that correct? Uh, yeah. Yes. So isn't it the same as Parasite, really? <laughs> exactly. That's a stretch. No. Well, uh, one I, listen, is entertaining watched, and one is not. I watched 10 minutes of Honeyland. Oh, you did? Okay. On uh, Hulu. Um, Honestly, the first 10 minutes is the best 10 minutes. Well, I didn't turn it off because it wasn't good. I just I started it really late, and then I kind of realized, all right, I'm not going to make it through this. Yeah, I'll you pick it up later, focus. and then yeah, I just yeah. ran out of time. Yeah, yeah. I don't really have a fully formed opinion. But uh, yeah. that 10 minutes, you know, nothing really – it didn't really get anywhere, so I can't really – make a comment either uh, way. but I just, it's clear that you didn't like it um and that's okay right yeah um it didn't i also win. watched it didn't um, win best documentary no so. no it didn't it uh american factory did and uh so i fuck watched it, that you yet, know so right <laughs> sure yeah um <laughs> i watched uh miss americana the taylor swift documentary on netflix <laughs> what was um, that like uh, you know i really had very little uh, not that's the wrong phrasing i didn't have much opinion about her before it because uh-huh. i really just don't know anything about her i don't listen to her music i've right. uh, literally never heard her in an interview or anything and I was like, oh, you know, this is probably going to be interesting because she's such a huge star and I'm going to learn something about yeah. this person. Hell yeah. And you kind of do, but she also seems like, I don't know. Is there <laughs> exactly that much to learn? <laughs> uh, honestly. And this is, like, this is not me yeah, saying someone's not talented. She's just a normal person. Exactly. And it's so not since it's sensational what she does in that she it has this fan base and has to like, you know, essentially placate this fan base with her art constantly um, as opposed to just being an artist that creates art for herself or for a small, you know, number of people. She creates art for an enormous, you know, hundreds of millions of people. But it just like, it it almost is boring to me. I've never been blown away by anything that Taylor Swift had to say. Right. And this is not to say that she's not talented because I actually think in the world of pop art and right, right, right. She's up there because she writes all her own stuff. Oh, I think she's, Top notch. I mean, I really think like, you know, how many of these can you churn out? Right. And granted, they're, you're color, a little color by numbers, right? You're checking certain boxes, but she's right. really, really good at that and emoting, you know, and getting you to that place on, in a pop song. And that's not easy to do and not everybody can do it. That said, like a deep dive documentary in her, you know, like I understand why they yeah. do a deep dive documentary in Dylan. You know what I mean? Right, right, like, right, I don't, right. I don't even want to listen to all of Bob Dylan's music. I don't even like all of Bob. You know what I mean? Right. But, but the documentary is fascinating. It's going to be inherently fascinating. The documentary yep. of Taylor yep. Swift, who I don't think even knows who she is, right? I mean, she's been a career person. So that's what the movie is saying, is that she kind of doesn't know who she is. I swear to God, that's the premise of the movie. But has that she, she learned know. that? Like. Would, would this have been interesting 20 years from now when maybe she would faded from the spotlight the, or is this something now to by do? By the end of it, you get the sense that like recently, like really recently, last few years, couple of years, maybe she started to have a mind of her own and right. deciding to do things right. for herself. Yeah. But even that is like it, it's 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 a struggle to watch somebody. I mean, she's obviously very rich and famous and talented and all these things, but you also really kind of do feel bad for her because you're just like she doesn't have m- much breathing room 
to be herself. Right. And I don't think she knows who that is yet. I mean, so, on, honestly, all yeah. those things are relevant. This is kind of like one of those things where it's like there's tragedy everywhere in the world. Right. And you kind of have degrees of tragedy. And it's right. not that I'm not – I don't have any empathy. You know what I mean? I really do. Sure. Yeah. But we, when, I mean, when we you throw to, these yeah. ce- celebrity rich, um, I achieved the dreams that I wanted yeah. and they didn't turn At out to be exactly what I wanted them to be. Yeah. When you do that, it, it's fine. And and again, I'm not. it's not that I don't think that's something worth talking about. It's just – there are so many things to me that are more worthy and more tragic and so many people going through more things to me, in my opinion, yeah. on the scale of tragedy than that, that I can't, I just can't help. I'm, I'm a white, I'm a white story? male. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. But, I, but I just, I'm a white male and I, I can feel the eyes rolling and I can hear people saying white people problems right. when these things happen. And I, right. And I'm kind of like, Swift. yeah, you know, it's, it's even like me being like, oh man, I, you know, I'd like to make more money here in America, and I would, and you know that would be great. <laughs> sure. But then also, like, I, I'm not on the street. I'm not like, yeah. like, I don't know where my next meal is coming because I can't put money away. You know what I mean? Like that. Well, this kinda... this is it's interesting because that's all how I felt about Honeyland, even more so. Ooh. Because I was like, why are we telling this story? That these people don't have much. Yeah much at all they have virtually no possessions and they are struggling to you know make money um and have a better life but uh it's also like there's just not a story there that is kind of worth listening to uh if uh you think about all the other stories that are not being told and uh, it's funny how they both, to me, they both fit into that category. And this is something I started. Uh, it's all relative to how you tell the story, though. Right. Yeah. And you that know? can change things completely. But this is how I, I started really examining this maybe four or five years ago when I was still really and really kind of trying to hustle in the writing game. Yeah. And I really started examining going to things, even things I liked, and just asking myself while I was there and when I left, um, why did the writer or the storyteller or the director want to do this project right, right and i understand right. it's a business and i understand maybe you do the one passion project and then you do the thing you know is going to make money and they are you to like but aside from that being a very business decision on why to do stuff man there were, i probably left more movies and i love movies wondering <laughs> you do how and why yeah how and why someone would spend that much time because i know how yeah. much time it takes to develop something and I'd be, I wonder what it is about this that this person was like, I want to tell this. And Death life bed, is so the short. Bed that eats people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Patton Oswald has said all of this much more eloquently than yeah. me. And please Google that. They if woke you up every morning and made do that deathbed, the bed that eats people. Uh, it just, it Anyways, really is, yeah. man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, and there's a lot of it is also, I think, like, at least with independent stuff, you know, it's people really hustling and being like, okay, what do we have the ability to do? Yeah. So I have to shape That's interesting. a story yep, yep. from that. And you never end up throwing your passion project into that or very rarely because you don't want to waste your shot. Well, on that one. part of this comes from the frustration that th- many things, but uh, movies like Apollo 11 weren't even nominated for best documentary yeah, this year. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, well, this is an amazing story, obviously, but even if you're not into the kind of the patriotic nature of it or the scientific nature of it, um, they edited down such an amazing amount of footage in such into such an engaging 90 minute chunk right with yeah. some of the best editing and music and and uh, visuals yeah. a, that I've ever seen put together right. in one thing I agree and 
then you see Honeyland, and you're just like, these are not even in the same universe. Yeah, or in, in my terms case, you of, don't see it. yeah, or in case, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, anyways, and, and well, by the way, Honeyland's at 99% with critics. So that's, that's, that's so my whole that thing. Ca- well, like, then, I just so, don't know what's wrong with me. So long, no long story short, then rhythm section, good. Didn't get enough credit. Honeyland bad, got too much credit. That's yeah. the assessment of these things. Yep. Um, okay. right. and then I saw just a couple more and then we'll talk about yours. I saw the assistant, uh, which is a really great, um, very, very, very quiet movie, virtually no score about a uh, an assistant to a let's say a Harvey Weinstein type Ooh, um it's oh an God. incredibly okay. sterile movie about literally a, a very young girl that is an assistant to um a movie exe- or a movie studio exec very powerful guy but uh we never really see him we just see what her daily life is in okay. in the office dealing with the needs of the office and his needs and everything okay um it's pretty weird but i thought it was fantastic it was a great 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 um uh, kind of you know current present day whatever you want to call it uh you know example and then birds of prey i saw uh that's a lot of fun it's getting way more love than i thought it would um but it's super super fun and then color out of space (laughs) real briefly (laughs) Um, I can't recommend it enough. I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, it is a Nicolas Cage movie where he plays the dad of a family that lives on a farm. And, uh, there is a very space thing comes down, (laughs) crazy thing that happens to them. Uh, and it's based on a HP Lovecraft story, short story. Um, I never read any Lovecraft, but I get the vibe, general vibe of right. Lovecraft sci-fi. And uh, this is just a fun, and it's sci-fi horror for sure. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, so 100%. anyways, highly recommend. So that's most of the stuff I saw this week. Okay, fair enough. What did you see? I, I did a lot of catching up. I mean, for me, Ford versus Ferrari was. Ah, yeah, I'm glad you finally saw it. Talked, and I, well, I loved it, and I thought it yep. was as good a, a, a not like the best flick I've seen this year, but it was very much a movie up my alley. That's the kind of thing I'd, I love to watch. Yeah, yeah. It's not a chore for me at all in any way. Um, in addition to that, uh, Jess and I went and saw The Gentleman. Oh, cool. How'd you like it? Um, we both really liked it. I man. still need to see uh, um, it. And listen, this is kind of like one of those things where I, I really just kind of feel like everybody's sort of tired of Guy Ritchie in a way. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? They're sort of like, yeah, they're like, sure. we've seen what he does and he keeps doing it. And in a way, man, that's what Tim Burton's been doing for the yeah, last 15 years. Yeah, that's fair. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, if you like somebody's flavor and you like their speed, this is well done, just like his other ones. You know what I mean? I can see how, like, a McConaughey or somebody like that might take you out of it a little bit. But, okay. But honestly, you know, the the him using Statham as his leading guy for so many things, you go back and watch those now and you know Statham enough, you know what I mean, that it's kind of the same. You right. Know, it kind of removes you from How's uh, Hugh Grant in it? The, the, okay so because that's, that's the other thing from the trailer i get the vibe that like he's doing something different and he's yes. doing something for the first where time like, i I've, love and this. i've ever seen him he's yeah. doing something different than his whimsical right whatever right, right. gloomy about the state of the world uh, you yeah. know other than that and other than all of his romantic comedies uh he's fantastic he's the best part about it and jess and i both talking on the way back about it we're just saying you know he was great. You know, he was awesome. He was a swarmy fucking paparazzi type reporter guy. That's cool. That we've never seen him do before. And he was great. He, he, it, it's worth seeing the movie for him and for, 
Yeah. Um, McConaughey's love interest, his his wife, that okay. ca- that character, she's fantastic too. Oh, cool. Um, I don't remember the actress. That yeah, was yeah. Doing it, but she was really, really good. But as per usual, I was trying to catch up on all the uh, the Oscar stuff, and like I said, outside yeah, of Little Women, I got caught up on everything for the major ones. Still haven't seen Two Popes. That's the other one. But uh, in doing that, I didn't see a lot of new stuff. Like I haven't seen Bad Boys still, you know. Sure. And I, and I haven't seen a lot of fun. Um, what was the other one? The Harley Quinn, and the, yeah, those, yeah. Are, those are some that I want to see. So um, anyway, yeah, that's okay. cool. Um, there's a lot of great TV. Uh, well, not a lot, but I watched all of the Morning Show. Have you watched that yet? No, but I actually heard bad things. I really loved it, man. Um, if it had come out many years ago, five to ten years ago, right. whatever. It would be probably our big, big, like, huge show that everyone's obsessed with. Oh, but okay. because we just are so saturated with stuff right now, yeah, I God, think so people much. can't watch everything. And Apple TV is kind of a service that not, you know, unless you're a big Apple fan and you, you know, signed up right away or whatever, you're probably not as gung-ho about signing up for that one. Um, or you might not have a device that's good for it or uh, whatever. Um, but I think it's really great. Uh, it's really well written and it's way darker than I thought it would be. It's still kind of soapy, but it's, it's way darker, meaning they're not huh. taking a glossy approach to the me too situation right, that right. they're portraying. Uh, it's, it's fair. I mean, it's fairly dark. Yeah. But that's, so um, the lead actress in that is, uh, Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? You it's so funny. Else? You said morning show, yeah. and in my mind, late night. Oh, and that's another thing. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, okay, that was okay. So I was on a totally different um, beat. I have not seen either, and I haven't heard bad things about morning. Oh, show. okay. So okay, let me it. let me retract that. Statement. Yeah, late night was just kind of ho hum. Yeah, it was like a weird casting kind of choice it was, in a way. Yeah, and, I, anyway. I'm not 100 percent on board with it. It was okay. Well, I haven't um, seen either, so. <laughs> Well, so uh, another really fun one that's on uh, HBO right now is McMillions, <laughs> and that's yeah, you know what that is. This, yeah. uh, I, I it's McDonald's. only been one episode so far, but right. uh, pretty interesting stuff. It's not like an amazingly produced thing, but it's so far very interesting. I can't wait to see where it all goes because I don't really know much about the true story. Like I don't, I know a little bit. It. I know a little. Bit. Um, but uh, anyways, did you catch up any of Picard yet? No. None. I haven't seen any. So Picard. you, you um, honestly also didn't didn't make me real gung ho. I mean, I'm still going to see it. Yeah, the, but uh, the, it, the, it, there's too much there. I can't right. I can't give you a quick yeah like I, hey yeah I, it's great that that would be a total disservice to the show. So right. as a Star Trek fan, as a big Star Trek fan, as a big TNG fan, you have to just watch it so that you right. have the context to talk about it with me. I'm not gonna. I'm not even going to give a review or anything. Well, I may be diverting too much, but since you brought that up, uh, yeah. we, Jess and I also watched um, the uh, Galaxy Quest documentary. Oh, you did never surrender. Never surrender. Yeah, and in, awesome. and really enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't Isn't it great. It didn't it wasn't like oh my god, the most amazing documentary. I've seen. Oh no, no. But just as a fan of that movie, was really enjoyable. I just to, thought they got so many interviews. Yeah, that I wasn't great, expecting. And, and and honestly, man, the the real gut punch of that whole thing was you know of course them talking about Alan yeah, Rickman Alan. and how they were prepping and thinking they might do a sequel Amazon and show or something. Yeah, and how yeah. that sort of ended with with his untimely passing. Yeah. Um, and that was really so sad. That was really really a uh, yeah a sad part and a sad thing to revisit but also you got such a really great slice of who he was in this documentary yeah i thought this really put a spotlight on like just how sort of endearing even in like a 
curmudgeon-y kind of yeah. way <laughs> that like he combative, was. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, when they talked about him like having to like not take a couple roles when he was sick towards the end, <laughs> and then get, I can't even remember who they're interviewing. What he says. And I asked him, and I said, oh, so you're not going to – he said, I can't take that part. And they said, well, who's taking it? And he said, Bill Nye. (laughs) In like the most drawn-out Snape kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and not to be confused with Snoke. Whatever. Um, (laughs) Or Snope. (laughs) Whoever that is. Or Snope. I don't know. Uh, But (laughs) that just cracked me up, and I was like, wow, that's that's really fantastic. Yeah, that's good. That was a good one. Um, Well, I'm glad you watched it. Uh, also news this week was Kirk Douglas passed away. Wow. We Spartacus. saw that again. Long live Spartacus. Oscars, but, uh, it was a big deal. John Williams turned 88 yesterday. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. That's pretty cool. I hope he oh, goes shit. to 100. Corey, I missed your birthday. I'm sorry. Honestly. Um, Shout out to Corey. Yeah. Sorry, man. That's uh, my cousin Corey's birthday. I missed. Oh, it's okay, man. I'll I have to text him. Too. Yeah. I know. You dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, is it, is it Corey that doesn't uh, get the old Bond movies? Yeah, I think I think he did text us that Boy, at some man, point. That's rough, he? right? Yeah, Corey. Well, that's what you get, Corey. <laughs> yeah, talk shit yeah, about Sean you. Connery, and we don't we don't shout out for your birthday. So I take back my shout out to Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope you <laughs> I hope you stay the same age forever. Oh, man, no birthdays yeah. for you. Anyway, uh, so whoa, that was a helicopter. Um, Sundance happened, and they oh, set yeah. the record for the highest paid. Uh, pay, uh, amount paid for a movie uh, with Andy Samberg's movie uh, called Palm Springs. Yeah, it broke. It, that's the uh, the record was seventeen point five million, and his sold for seventeen point five and sixty nine cents. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. So, did, did it break uh, the Birth of a Nation record? Or did it break the? Um, I actually was, don't know who who held the record before that. But. So. I know it was it was either that or it was the one um oh god I'm going to forget his name but he was in uh um he was in Hell Baby as the driver who gets really high and you know the comedian oh, gosh, Indian I don't comedian um remember he did uh so he just did the the Uber driver where he's in with the cop Talk about Kamel? Yeah. Kamel. His I movie uh god, with his about so him and his wife the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, that one, was a big movie. It's either sale. that okay. or Birth of a Nation, which okay, then right. didn't get released because then the director had the allegations with the right, you know, lots of stuff. But that was supposed to be a huge film. So uh, one of those yeah, was the know. one that got broken by. Something. Okay, well, good. So Palm Springs, so, Andy Samberg. Yeah. Um, and then it sounds like uh, there's a movie called Minari that was the big one from that that we're gonna have to keep an eye out for. Uh, you know, later in the year. Fair enough. Um, did you? Uh, j- I'm looking at your notes, and did you just delete? Okay, no, you just moved it. Uh, Lethal Weapon 5 news, because we need to dig into this. If there's anything we need to talk about on Oscar night, it's that Lethal Weapon 5 moving forward with Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, and Richard Donner. Donner Richard back, Donner so. is 103. He's got to be old, right? At this yeah, point, yeah. he's let's, older let's than Kirk see. Douglas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like. Uh, he's got to be pretty old. Uh, Holy he's shit. He's 89. Man. How is he going to helm I don't know, action man. movie? I, I don't know. At 89. I, years I don't old. know. I mean, I'm all it for almost seems like this is a joke. But this feels like Harrison Ford <laughs> trademarks. Frickly cast Mo Gibson. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's pretty uh, good. Frickly cast good. Danny Glover. You know what's incredible uh, about this? His movies have a glossy. What the fuck is this category? Yeah, trademark. Half-ass internet stuff. Uh, so, it's Lethal Weapon gruff is voice. The, my favorite. Outside of Die Hard, it is my favorite action cop movie. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's, there's a genre there, 
and they're fantastic. And honestly, I like that series. I would probably argue better than Die Hard because I like Die Hard and Die Hard Three. But you know, Lethal Weapon, I really like top to bottom. Right, one through four, I dig them. But those movies began with Danny Glover saying, "I'm too old for this." (laughs) They carried it to a full trilogy, (laughs) and it worked. Even the fourth one, as much as I love that movie, yeah, yeah. was a real stretch. I mean, it the was. only way they pulled that off was by saying, oh, what if the young guy is now old and the old guy, older guy who's even older In is like, now you've got to deal with it. We were like, what? And that They're was doing 11 another years one? after they started. Now, and that was it has been another 21, 22 <laughs> years. Since then, that was eleven years we're, later. They did a we're living one. in the craziest movie. Like they universe. proposed this ten years ago, decided not to do it. Right. Then we're going to reboot it with a younger cast. Didn't do that. Then they did a TV show that didn't work. Now they're doing the original fifth movie. It's fucking like, nuts. Everyone is so old. It's. I'm fucking not against old nuts. people, but what the fuck is going on? Yep. 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 Well, that's insane. Um, so that's uh, that's crazy news. Uh, I, I, I recommend people watching the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia right, where they, weapon installments yeah. over anymore. They probably movies. own the trademark of Lethal Weapon. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Um, anyway. And uh, National Treasure, Treasure 3 is also happening. That's still much less weird than Lethal Weapon 5. Sure, sure. I mean, that's I'm like just way saying, late. That's also holy shit. just a weird thing. It's another one where they did um, two immediately, right? And then they waited right, 15, right, 20 right. years. No, and now we're getting a Fast 9. Uh, you know what it was? It was Color Out of Space that brought Nick Cage back. <laughs> you think that was it? They were like, let's do that National Treasure. Honestly, okay, so... We all love crazy Nick Cage, and we love yeah, we seeing do. clips of him and oh my God. Empire's Kiss in these movies. And Gift. um, I love Nicolas Cage so much. I haven't seen every Nicolas Cage movie by any stretch, I but have. but the ones yeah, but the ones I've seen, uh, I mean, Leaving Las Vegas is definitely in my top ten of all yeah, time amazing. for sure. Uh, Dude, but, adaptation is literally oh God, two of the best so uh, performances I've yep, ever seen. They're yep, both yep, by yep. him, in and any they're movie both ever. totally. He's unbelievable. So and it's an unbelievable movie. Please do if you can go down to Alamo and see Color Out of Space because <laughs> for the first time in a while, in in a, in a quality film, he's given some latitude to be uh, a l- little nuts, <laughs> and that's right. just good to see. I just yeah. think it's awesome. All right. Fair um, anyways, so we had the whole Fast 9 trailer come out. That oh, was wow. pretty pretty exciting, fair. right? Um, um, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It is. I mean, it may not be good, but it's exciting, as in it creates uh, excitement. I am excited you know when I see it. You know what's weird is, I, so le- the, these movies were you know realistic, then because they weren't. Because Han is back. And then it took me a little while to catch up, and then I was like, oh. Did you ever see Tokyo Drift? Now. Yeah, I yeah. feel like for that, a long time you didn't. That see is it, right? that is the sub, the part where you're like, oh shit! They brought. I actually leaned in and just said, oh, they're bringing this guy back. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know who that is. There's been that's Han. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, this he eats one a lot more than uh, weirdly. This one more than like for no reason really, other than just in my brain, more than like six or seven or eight. Yeah, this one to me, maybe it's because they took a break. They brought in the Hobbs and Shaw thing, right? This one feels like oh they're still going even though I knew they were going to yeah brought it just back. forever and it's yeah it's kind of weird to me that they're they're doing it but um I don't know it's it'll it'll be it'll be 
the same as all the others. It'll be fun. Well, that's fine. Uh, you got anything else uh, you want to talk about new? Because uh, I got some uh, rotten, not forgotten, uh, rotten tomato score guesses ooh, for ooh. you to do. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. some more. I know we already okay. did one, yeah. but yeah. but okay. let's do some. So uh, lethal weapon. weapon. All right. So I say um, audience is uh, eighty-seven. I like how you're and, now giving me both of them. And, yeah, <laughs> Critic, critics are going to be critics are going to give it a uh, sixty-eight. 87 and 68. You were almost perfect on audience. It's 86, oh, but an 82 man. from critics. So good that's for you, good. critics. See, yeah. just when I think critics are always letting me down, they're on board with We're not going to do two and three, but what do you think four is? Oh, man. Okay. Uh, four audiences is uh, 80. And this one, critics have dipped. Critic Critics are 65. Wow. Pretty low. Audiences wow, at sixty four and fifty two from. Chris. I thought audiences liked that movie. Was I just? Young? I did. Was yeah, I just I was, younger? I, we were both I mean, young, and we people were, were like, "No, that's." I, I thought saw it bringing in, movie, in Chris Rock theater, yeah. and Jet Li. I thought people were like, "Oh, this is a fun action movie." But maybe people were already tired of it. The way we we feel about Lethal Weapon Five, maybe they were right. like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Because I was only fifteen right. at the time. You right. were ten, eleven. Yeah, yeah, eleven. Um, yeah. National Treasure, the original <laughs> National right. Treasure. So National Treasure audiences like that movie. We'll say audiences gave it a eighty-five, and critics gave it a um, seventy. <laughs> Seventy-six I audience. I was close on audience. Forty-six critics. Yeah. Um, okay. Critics. In honor of Joker, what do you think? Taxi Driver. Taxi is? Driver. Audience. All-time classic. What do you audiences think? give it a ninety, and critics give it a ninety-six. Ninety ninety six. Taxi driver has uh ninety three audience and ninety seven critics. You're pretty good at this, yeah. Man, I gotta good. say, I know how the world works, man. Spartacus, <laughs> you see how I oh, you see Spartacus. you see how I okay. pre did these? Yeah, you like these selections? Yeah, they're real, real. Yeah. You're good at this. You've I done know. this before. I'm, okay, so Spartacus, I'll say. Oh, don't um, look. Don't look. Yeah, I'm not looking. I'm looking up. Okay. Audiences give Spartacus a eighty two. And critics give Spartacus a 75. 87 audience, 95 critics. Wow. Critics loved this movie. Yeah. I thought critics uh, thought um, it was too, you know too long and there were things that were cut out they didn't like because there are multiple cuts and Stanley Kubrick never liked it. But um, I'm happy that they, they yeah. love that movie. I love Spartacus to me, honestly, is I'm a big epic movie fan. Right. And I remember when Braveheart came out, even as a kid, I like sought out a lot of the old epics. Right. And Spartacus was my favorite one. I thought Spartacus was superior to Gladiator. You know, when Gladiator came out, all my friends were like, Gladiator's the best. I was the nerd who was like, you know, Spartacus is better. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, we're not watching this shit from 1960. Um, but yeah, well, it's, it's R.I.P. Kirk Douglas. That's, yeah, uh, oh, but man. you know what? So 103. That's amazing. What a run! And amazing. what a amazing. Look, uh, when I was a kid, honestly, he's the guy for some of the older movies. You know, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Right, uh, was one that I watched a lot as a kid. We had it on VHS. Of course, Spartacus. I was a big fan of that. But uh, other like weirder stuff, like in the seventies when he got a little older, he did Fury. Okay, um, yeah. which was kind of like the. Um, What's the one with the girl who's got the psychic powers? Carrie. But it was almost like the government trying to weaponize that. Oh, Very much like what Stranger thought, Things yeah. is now. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but anyway, uh, just a legend, man. And also, when you watch the movie Trombo, 
or Trumbo, mm-hmm. you realize trombone. You realize that what uh, he did for oh um, my god the and blacklisted yeah and how he's the writers. first guy to put the name on there. He's just like fuck you guys, like come at me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. really, like a bold, like amazing a guy, badass guy. Yeah, yeah. And oh, Paths of Glory. If you haven't mm-hmm. seen Paths I of Glory, like you were just saying, oh, nineteen seventeen. When I watched nineteen seventeen, I did think. Well, not as good as Paths of Glory, which right. is like one of the greatest warm films of all time and another Stanley Kubrick movie. But you should check that out, dude. It's incredible. That's incredible awesome. Movie. Well, so. there you go. Anyway, um, we can move on to talk about some Oscar stuff. We're going to recap some of what just happened, uh, yeah. you know, talking about uh, winners and whatnot. Um, but uh, I want to mention real quick that I watched the you mentioned them last week. I think the Hollywood Reporter Roundtables. Did you watch oh, any yeah. of them? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I watched the director's one. I watched the actor's one. Um, it was pretty cool hearing from Lulu Wang, who directed uh, Farewell. She started as a PA on Pineapple Express. No Which is shit. like she directed the Farewell, which, by the way, won Best Picture at the Independent Spirit Awards right. last night. And she was that – wasn't, that wasn't that long ago. That's a fast track. But, yeah. Are she, you kidding me? She was a PA on Pineapple Express. So anybody out there that, you know. So she was basically <laughs> – that can. was her start, a PA on yeah. Pineapple so she yeah. started as a PA after I started as a PA. Right. And she just won. And she just won. She's <laughs> well, you're just making me feel terrible. Like no, I was feeling good about my Rotten Tomato mm, guesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. put me right well, back you in know, my shitty. We all have our thing. Life is <laughs> um, She also oh, was saying how, uh, very uh, genuinely was saying how uh, at uh, you know film festivals when uh, Farewell was getting bids, um, she got double what she ended up taking uh, uh you know offers that were double from the streaming services to make it a streaming movie and she didn't she oh. went with a theatrical release and so she took Big. half the money uh i think it was something like you know a few million like five right. versus Bold. ten you know Bold. um or something like that and uh she talked a lot in that round table about the value of uh, continuing to show things in the theater and have only a theatrical release and, 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 and it being able to have longevity in the theater for, you know, months instead of just days, like what Netflix does with their That's releases. Cool. I dig all that. Um, so she seems to have a lot of artistic integrity in that sense. Not that these other directors don't, but it just was, it was interesting here. Yeah, it's not talk. a knock on them, but it's a nice credit to her. It, That's all it is. And, and she's at the same table with Martin Scorsese and she's talking yeah. to him about, yeah. you know, the, the, the dangers of Netflix and he's wow. right there as the guy who wow. just directed a film for Netflix. Um, it was pretty interesting. So, um, so I would recommend checking those out. So on I just want to say one, did they cut over to him a lot? Oh, oh for sure. Stopping? Yeah. They, I mean, they, they were pretty, uh, it was a very, it seemed like a very safe space, but it still, ha- you know, had that sense yeah. of like, Oh, well, they're, they're really in different worlds in this moment. And she'd been sitting um, next to Spielberg. He would have been like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Hopefully um, not. Well, um, Oh, congratulations to her. That's but good, honestly, yeah. again, this is just, you know, there's less opportunity for white males. Right, right, right. It's really, it's really hard. I think that's probably it's really why. hard. Done so well. Um, well, let's talk about the Oscars. It just happened. It uh, was fun. We had a whole bunch of people over to your it was place. Fun. It was long. Shout out to Maggie uh, for dominating. She won. Our, we didn't really dominate. She won on a buzzer beater. We did. We did the ballot in our yeah. ballot pool. Um, she did a good job. Yeah. What were the end uh, I, results? Well, here's the thing. She was just one up. I I changed the the game a little bit just because I feel like if you, you fall behind early, the it's kind of done. Got it. 
No, well, you know, you know, like every year it's like, oh, I missed too early. Yeah, yeah. I can't catch up and people don't get interested anymore. So I actually pick the, the lesser known categories and the ones people are less knowledgeable right. about or we don't pay attention to. I did the, all the short films were worth three points if you mm-hmm. got those right, because not many people have seen them. I know you went to see one run of them, but they're hard to see. Yeah, sure. And then the categories that weren't the big sexy categories, I did two points. And then for all the big ones, you know, yeah. I did one. Good. Um, so it made it more interesting. Um, I think she finished with the exact same amount of right answers as you and Kevin, mm-hmm. but she had the top score by one point. You guys all finished. She had 23. You guys finished with 22. I had like 18. There were a couple like 16s and 15s, and then Adrian, I think, had eight. He was our Sorry, bottom, buddy. bottom runner, but uh, but a valiant effort. Just such a bummer. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, though. It was fun. I think everybody had a good time. Yeah, thanks for coming, uh, guys. Yeah. They don't listen to this. No, they're, um, they're listening. No, they're not. In their hearts. They're not. Um, it was a pretty uh, pretty decent show. I uh, didn't have a host. Steve Martin and uh, Chris Rock did an intro. That was kind of funny. Um, kind of funny. You know, but it but it ultimately doesn't have any kind of direction, you know. You know, it doesn't at every have... At every turn, you're like, I don't know. Re-, you know, there's not a general, like, safety. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, sta- there's no baseline. Yeah. Ever. It, so it you're just like, have, I don't know what's happening, who's coming up and why. Yeah, it doesn't have Are that direction, somebody, but somehow, even in losing their host, they have still been unable to keep it from going long. Like, you know, <laughs> so, for so long, they were always like, you know, that didn't matter, if yeah. we cut that opening bid and we did this, we could actually keep it moving. And somehow, without that whole opening thing, I mean, they still have an opening They number. repeated, the, they did videos highlighting who the nominees were for the major yeah. categories. Yeah. And then after the video was done, which said, I think, everybody's names, didn't it? Or I forget. Or maybe it yeah, did I in think, text, but it didn't maybe in right. voice. Right. And then they would end the video, and then they would say all the nominees again. And it was like, okay, well, that's a huge waste of time. I don't I don't. I'm not that at sure. All. And this is, look, man, I, I say this, and last year the highlight of the entire Awards to me was when they did the Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga the <laughs> yeah. song, yeah. but I'm not certain so we need sexy. to see all five best song nominees. Like I realize every yeah, now and again there's one away, that's amazing. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree. I'm not saying they're going to change it, but don't you feel like if they played a clip of each song and we just got the winner, it would be okay? I mean, like the best score, it's not like they're sure. coming out and performing part. Of yeah, of it, you course know? it would be. I fine, don't know, and you know. it it just adds. 20 minutes, you know, to the show, 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, at least 20 to a show minutes. show that goes three hours, you know, in 15 minutes. But we had... Lose yourself oh. in the music. This was the highlight of the night by far. How fucking Dude, weird. I got hyped up. I still don't know why they did it. I wasn't paying close enough why? attention when it started. But they were talking about what music can do and yeah. a song can do for a movie and they're playing all this montage and we even commented we said yeah no Kevin they're really did. putting a lot of like, the Eminem stuff into this for a mile the song hasn't even started intercut yet. with all these classics like all you know even like on almost famous like a more current classic and, right, and older right. stuff but then he comes up out <laughs> of the fucking floor and yeah <laughs> and just starts lose yourself and People in the crowd, younger people in the crowd, were really. I mean, digging it. I, I had chills. I, I was been stoked. So excited. It was, was awesome. And then older people kind of looked like, "What the hell's going on?" Right. Why Who was why this is guy? This when, when did he win? Why is this? Uh, but it, that was the highlight of the night to me by far. Sure, it was easily the the biggest thing. 
that was a lot of, of fun night. um the uh <laughs> the uh, uh the cats segment was uh, unbelievable one of the funniest Second things highlight i've of the seen night. in a long time and they started smacking uh, the microphone here you go as cast members of the motion picture cats amazing nobody more than us understands the importance of good, good visual, visual effects, effects. <laughs> it's so good i'm so happy so they leaned into that good. and they're leaning into it Shit. it's so good um and then so at the end of that segment one of the funniest things i've seen in a long time <laughs> they were just pawing the mic for so long the minute one of them hit it and they just start, and they kept going like really hard it was inc- it was incredible. There was two waves of hard laughter at that. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was great. Um, so those are highlights for sure. Um, Olivia Coleman had a pretty good joke. Last year was the best night of my husband's life. <laughs> Do you love her? I love her. She's great. I think I think she's, she's one of the best. Uh, um, personalities around yeah she just she's really good uh, fucking she's the best and i i've she's the queen or something i don't know i I don't even watch whatever it is that she's the queen in i think she's the queen in something but she was also the queen in the movie with emma stone from yeah i I don't know i don't know what she's in but yeah i saw the favorite i don't know um and she's yeah the best part of that obviously right but uh, uh yeah i don't know it was great um but we had let's talk about the some of the winners and some of the upsets bp brad pitt my man (laughs) taking it home bring up happiest moment for me uh so yeah brad definitely had uh a good win i guess heartfelt speech he was expected right yeah he was the favorite for sure that's that's good Um, good speech good but i mean just looking at it that he beat joe pesci and i'll Pacino and Anthony Hopkins and Tom Hanks. That's uh, I I just love it. I think good company. Great. And Anthony Hopkins, in a lot of ways, was kind of his mentor. I mean, they worked together in Legends of the Fall way, right. way back. They were in uh, Meet Joe Black together, and right. kind of always talked about how he was one of his, you know, sort of well, it older paid mentors. off. Yeah, paid off all that time. Um, who else? We got uh, Renee won for Judy. That's also great. predictable. Um, Joaquin won for Joker. Also predictable. predictable right. Um, and uh, actress and a supporting uh, went to Laura Dern. Also that was predictable. predictable. So all of the actor it, it, categories is, predictable. Dude, yeah. this is kind of my point though. Again, with the parasite thing, and it's not that yeah. I'm saying it shouldn't have won. I'm just saying it's it's a very Academy worthy. Yeah. It's never really a surprise with the Academy. I feel like when it's a surprise, it's a surprise that everyone's been talking about for weeks. You know what the surprise winner would be, right? Parasite. It's never right. like, hey, you know what won? Ford versus Ferrari. I'm not saying that it should have won, yeah. but it's never like, hey, Little Women won. Like, right. It's always you know what the favorite one that's going to win is and what the one that would surprise everybody is. And uh, I was really glad to see Missing Link not win. Yeah. Um, and Toy Story, Toy 4, Story take 4 won. Yeah, that's I'm good great. With that. Cinematography total uh, 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 favorite was Roger Deakins. He won. Um, you know, and you get into, uh, yeah, then the, uh, few kind of like upsets, uh, 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 going down the list though, little women did win for costume design. That was to be expected. Um, but parasite won for directing. That was a big one. Yeah. And yeah. Bong Joon-ho, he, he kept going up on that stage and he kept winning shit. Yeah. <laughs> Here he is. Thank you. And yeah. I'm ready, ready to drink tonight. So <laughs> that was his first win. 
I that think was so. the he first was, speech. He was totally ready to go home. That was home the at that foreign point. film, uh, and then yeah, it won uh, best international international feature, feature, and then it won directing. And so he had to get back up there, um, and then right. of course he had the final. I mean, that was that was the For best picture. Yeah, 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 best picture. Um, yeah, wild, and and also, uh, uh, what do you call it? Not a record, but uh, first time ever that a foreign language film uh, has won best picture. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the answer. Right, that's right, the, that's correct. what happened. I, I'm a little uh, curious. Did they? Is this a rule change that's happened, or did they just never nominate? Oh, you know, I don't or, actually know. I think because I think it might have been a rule change. So when when but um, maybe if you were in the the foreign film category, you weren't eligible for the right. Yeah, it used to always be. This is going to be what it's American separate. film wins. Yeah, yeah. But then we're also going to. Uh, acknowledge just for world cinema a foreign film right and it's kind of like you know beauty and the beast from disney the beauty and the beast from back in like 92 yeah or 91 whenever it was um was, was nominated for yes was you know that story did originate in france <laughs> you know it was nominated for uh best picture and right. lost and that was when they started the best animated right film category and then for a long time no animated films were in the best picture category now every now and again you'll get an animated film that'll also be nominated for best picture but it's sort of understood this isn't going to win best picture yeah which is what everyone thought for international film or what we used to call foreign <laughs> film right right it's like it's going to win its category and then being nominated is the win for that it is movie. the win but then that this it broke year, out of its, it also its won. mold or right its exactly yeah, because yeah. you already know yeah. which one's taking the statue home all those other poor international film nominees know yeah. they're not winning if the one in their category is also up for best picture right and that's kind of weird i almost feel like maybe they shouldn't be able to be up for foreign film and best picture i don't know I don't know what the – that's just kind of a weird overlap. That, I'm with you. Um, not that's, sure. That's, uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, some of the technical awards went to some some surprises. Editing went to Ford versus Ferrari. That was cool. I picked that one. Uh, makeup went, makeup and hairstyle went to Bombshell. That was cool. That was expected. Uh, music uh, went to Joker. I think that was probably a little bit uh, shocking. I was rooting um, for John Williams. Considering the, the company that she kept, the winner, uh, you know, in this category. Uh, you got two Newmans. You got a uh, Alexander Dis- yeah, that was Dispot, cool. and she got you know John Williams on Star Wars. I don't know, um, but good for her. Yeah, um, music went to the Elton John song from Rocket Man. Yeah, which that's the only a... nomination for Rocket Man. That's I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. But I just think in another universe in another year, Rocket Man would have been a big. I mean, early on, it had a lot of would buzz. Be last year was. You know the Bohemian year Rhapsody. of Bohemian Rhapsody in that movie. Do you, do you think sucks. once again that was the backlash? <laughs> all all we do it though is suck. It's just not. We good. just react though to things, right? So once again, none of this stuff should impact anything else. But don't you feel like they're having some backlash from Bohemian Rhapsody helped affects uh, our next year? How much they're going to lean into Rocket keep, Man? Keep I mean, Rocket Man if out, Rocket yeah. Man comes out the year Rocket before Man Bohemian is Rhapsody, such a superior film to Bohemian. Well, that's Rhapsody, kind of my point. So, yeah. But I think like it didn't go anywhere because yep. people were like, you know, that movie wasn't that good. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't have been up for best picture. We didn't know what good meant. Anyway. Um, Once upon a time for one, one for production design. That was cool. That was awesome. Um, and you know, it didn't really win much else tonight. So that's kind of the only bummer at the end of the night. Is as happy as I am about Parasite, I just right. wish some of this love went to that because it's it's the kind of thing where Quentin is at the end of his apparent career yeah and like this shouldn't matter but someone like bong jung ho he's made some 
other films and he's made some great stuff, but he's also on a, on a very upward trajectory now. Right. Um, he's going to be given quite a bit of creative freedom and he's going to, you know, I'm not saying that Quentin deserves it more. I'm just he saying does. that, he well, does. I'm just saying from, from the way, the way that the Oscars generally operate, which is people at the end of their career, you get award recognized. them for the, yeah, exactly. That's and what I'm he saying. Just didn't get recognized. And that's, and that's a, drag. a huge bummer. And honestly, man, this is again, um, th- this has, I can't, I'm just going to sound like, Oh, hater all through this, but it's not that I don't think Parasite was a good movie or that it wasn't even worthy of winning. It's just this was the first year, like I told you, and maybe five or six yeah. where I was genuinely invested, not just in one movie, but in two. Right. And that was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mostly. That yeah, was my big more, one. More so, yeah. But yeah, by a long shot, that was my big one. Yeah. But then also 1917 and and thinking you know, that 1917 would win, that was kind of okay with me, even though I was right. rooting for Once Upon a Time. And then when neither of them took it, it was kind of like – those movies both had an impact on me this year, and then that hasn't happened to that degree I in a lot of that. years. Yep. So that was kind of a that was a it's drag a in addition to Tarantino, like you said, well, not taking one Look at home, the so. screen right here. You know, it won. So Parasite also won. What were the other ones that it won? It won international. It won best picture. It won right. directing, and it won writing. That's the other one we're forgetting. Yeah, he won for screenplay. He kept going up, right? That's and the bummer. That's the one. That's a bummer for Once Upon a Time because everybody that really should have been Quentin Tarantino Quentin. was going to get that one because he's won all. You the other can ones. kind of see him not winning all these other categories that it was nominated for, but right, it just absolutely should have won for original screenplay it is going to be funny because tarantino is going to be one of those guys that is just such a like seminal figure in film mm-hmm. and not that he doesn't have an oscar he does right for writing right, and he's right. been nominated a ton of times but he's going to end up being that director that everyone knows particularly if he you know does retire like he says uh that does not have either a best picture or a best director even though he will be one of the most influential and sort of oh, remembered and unique yeah. directors and filmmakers we've ever had such a bummer. Um, and again, man, this is not to to draw any kind of lines in the sand or anything, but I do think the vast majority of people sort of tuning in and that had seen movies, right or wrong, don't know Parasite, not as much yeah. as these other ones. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm, I'm for everybody seeing everything. But I do think part of the issue with the Academy and not having as much viewership and people not tuning in as much has been just not as much familiarity. And I wonder if this will kind of, tap into that you know what sure. I mean? And make that more of a thing or i don't know maybe it won't make any impact at all but i kind of felt this way when um uh shape of water one <laughs> i just remember thinking well you know mo- the vast majority of america this is representing all of america you know the <clears throat> academy awards for yeah. well not just america but hollywood yeah. and you know our films um and i don't think people really have seen or care about that movie not that it's not a, an amazing movie sure but um yeah. i kind of feel similar a little bit about parasite although i think parasite has a much more important maybe message overall or theme maybe could be um anyway well i've said too much i i'm i'm with you um we love once upon a time and that's uh something we just uh, yeah we do have to keep uh, telling ourselves we love it if you love we'll movies We'll That's keep going about to the movies. new Bev Loving and uh, seeing it. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're going to keep running that. As long as they'll keep running it, man. 10 years. Um, I think uh, I think I don't have anything else on my notepad. No, it's um, are we uh, Are we happy with our Oscar episode and our yeah, one-year episode? I think, good. I think we're good. This is a year in, man. I, I feel like uh, I feel episode like we're... 19, I think we're up to. Yeah, yeah. We're cruising um, right along. I would uh, like to throw out there that anybody that um, has any 
interest or connections in uh, making us a new logo. Ooh, um, ooh logo content. I don't know. I just like branding. And yeah. the logo that we have on our podcast that you look on the podcast app is something I made in about one minute when we were submitting it to iTunes originally because right. I needed a piece of artwork. And, um, and you know, people are busy. Like, we have some graphic design friends. People are busy. They don't really have time for little passion things. Um, I'm happy to pay someone to help us. But I guess I'm just putting it out there that if you do listen to this and you're a fan of it and you uh, have any knowledge or connections to graphic designers and have any interest in playing around with some things, um, hit us boys. up. Yeah. yeah. Um, Give us know, a call. Go to moviesandshit.com and... You got all our info there. Um, do you want to do a hidden gem? Well, I actually want to ask you. Yeah, go for it. It's a little divergent from uh, hidden gems, but. Yeah, go for have it. Have you ever seen either a movie called One Crazy Summer or a movie called Summer School? Um, One Crazy Summer, no. Summer School kind of rings a bell to me, but I don't know why. I don't think it's because I've seen it. I think I maybe have just heard of it. Uh, I haven't seen either. Okay. Um, but uh, Jess's brother, Roy, was so excited. I mean, just giddily excited that he had stumped me on movies. <laughs> right. Uh, that I had not seen. But he was actually really stunned that I hadn't seen either. I guess they're both sort of 80s flicks. Right. Um, so he's like, it's not, he's like, you've seen 1930s flicks. You know what I mean? Like, there's too many movies. This movie. But that, and that's kind of my <laughs> response. I said, you know, there, there's enough movies that if you a tenth of the movies if you just watched movies all day every day your entire life you couldn't get through everything uh, yeah. so there's too much content not even including tv and stuff but sure i haven't seen either of them uh the challenge was for me to watch both of them so i'm going to be watching both of those and i'll let you know what i think about them but so my hidden gems are actually coming from someone else this week okay throwing cool. both of the men from someone else i can't recommend them yet but I will report back on episode 20 <laughs> Tell me, yeah. when I've seen them and let you know whether it was worth my time. Right. It may or may not be. Yeah. Um, those are uh, both uh, movies. We yes, don't we are. don't we don't know we what think. they are. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I think they're both movies. We, I mean, in that same vein, I was talking to Rachel at her birthday last night about a movie she mentioned called The Peanut Butter Experiment. Have you talked to Rachel oh. about that? No. Nope. She th so this is in the same no uh, in the same yeah unrelated I guess uh, in the same vein as what you were just saying which is like yeah we're given a we're given a hidden gem about something we don't know anything about right um, yeah and so she was Exciting. she was saying that all she's read about it is the Wikipedia page she's never seen it <laughs> and for some reason I think she awesome. said she had talked to you about it or thought she had I don't know but peanut butter experiment um, well maybe she has I don't I don't know I, I, about I, it, I don't so know maybe um, something I'm so there's a hidden gem uh, wow, we're so, both recommending yeah. this is like the Academy giving the award to Parasite. Yeah, we're, we're just we're suit. just we're giving different. we're giving uh, hidden gems that we've never seen before. <laughs> Check them out, guys. And what are the chances we're going to watch these before next week? Probably pretty slim. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best. Okay. to see my two. All right, so, I'll see my one. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch what. yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to find time between uh, rewatching all of the Lethal Weapon movies to play. Oh Lethal yeah, that I'm so excited about. Well, it's uh, it's an exciting time to be alive. So. Well, uh, all right. God bless well, movies and I'm God tired. bless all of you. We've been doing this for a while. I guess we're done. We've been doing this a year. <laughs> Signing off. Done.